Hey, I am your host, Veronica Castellanos, and every Monday, I hope you can tune in because I'll be dropping new episodes with the Momster Podcast. Motherhood can be one of the trickiest things to maneuver through emotionally, physically, spiritually, and on my episodes, I'm going to talk about all the things, the good, the bad, the ugly, and joyful moments as well. So tune in every Monday, the Momster Podcast, which is part of the Amplify Her Media Network. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Discovering Amazing Possibilities podcast. I'm your host, Carmen Shields, and I am so grateful you are tuning in for today's episode because it's going to be a good one. Today, I am chatting with a friend of mine, Veronica Castellanos, and Veronica is an adult educator with a passion to help people shift their mindset to pursue the next version of themselves. She's the mother of twins and a stepmom to a thriving teenager. Veronica is also the host of the Momster podcast, which if you have not heard any episodes from her podcast, I highly recommend it. Go check it out. She's on a mission to create community through shared experiences. And today on this episode, we talk about visualization to manifest what you really want in life. And we talk about all the things and just what the word visualization and manifestation mean. Veronica also shares some important action steps that you can take while on this journey yourself. So I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, I have a guest with me, Veronica Castellanos. Veronica is a mom to twins and a stepmom to a teenager. She's also the host of the Momster podcast, where she talks about all the ups and downs and the joyful moments of being a mom. Welcome, Veronica. Thank you for being here. Hello. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. Today, we're talking about visualization to manifest what you really want in life. But before we dive into our topic today, can you share a little bit about who you are, what you do, and what your greatest passion is in life? And also maybe a little bit more about your podcast. Yeah, of course. Um, Well, that was a great introduction. So I really appreciate it. Yes, mom of twins, um, uh, mom also to a teenager who I don't completely own. (laughs) Um, but yeah, um, so my greatest passions in life is definitely helping people. I found myself in the education sector, um, I want to say like a little less than a decade ago, and I currently educate adults in the topic of which we're going to discuss today. And I found it through my evolution of my career that this is something I truly want to do. Now, prior to Prior to going into the education sector, I was in the financial world. I was in, um, I don't know if y'all have heard of it. It's called World Financial Group and it's a MLM company. When I joined this company, I was at the lowest point of my life. I had just ended an abusive relationship. I was back at my parents' house. I was literally living in their living room. 
they were kind enough. They didn't have any more bedrooms left. They were kind enough to kind of move some furniture around, put a twin bed in a corner. And I had a makeshift closet out of Rubbermaid containers. And I was a full grown adult at this point. And when I stumbled across, and literally I say stumbled across um, because I found World Financial Group through a friend, a high school friend, and I literally ran into him at a parking lot at night. We were going to the store and I was like, oh, is that my friend? And I said his name and he turned around and he goes, hey, you know, like, like, just like, what's up? And um, out of that conversation, he invited me to a meeting. I went, I enjoyed the vibe. The vibrations were great. Um, and if anybody has ever been in an MLM company, you know what I'm talking about. They swallow you in like family. They love on you. They encourage you. They really help build your self-esteem. And at that moment in my life, that's exactly what I needed. And through that MLM company, through World Financial Group, I was introduced to public speakers like Ed Milet, Tony Robbins, just like the people that were in my ears through podcasts, through YouTube videos, through actually going in visually, being in their presence and soaking in all of that energy, positive energy. And I found myself loving the content. And when I stumbled into my career also, not not to take too much of the time here, but I, I sort of ran into it. It just fell in my lap. It just happened to be. Um, and I think the world does this for a reason. Um, I found myself in the education sector and I found myself within a short period of time teaching the things that I love. And I, I don't see myself doing anything else. I think if I were to leave the education sector, I would still be teaching the things that I do now. Did I answer all the questions? <laughs> yeah, no, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's an amazing journey you've come to. And how about your podcast? How did that come about? Yes. So my podcast is called The Momster Podcast. And this came about um, two avenues. And before it was the Momster podcast, it was Raising Vegan Twins. So if you ever scroll all the way to the bottom, that's what it was titled. Um, but as I was releasing content, I realized that I wasn't really talking about the journey of my twins being vegan. I was mostly talking about my motherhood journey and um, kind of embedded with my womanhood and mental health. So I quickly rebranded to the Momster podcast through an incident that happened between my stepdaughter's mom and myself, where she called me a monster. And I remember just crying my eyes out because I, I was distraught. My, my stepdaughter was really young at the time, and I didn't understand why the attack. I do now. And if y'all want to hear about it, go to the podcast. I recorded about it. But I decided to kind of turn that hurt into the Momster podcast, where I would then 
have a platform to talk about other people that might be going through what I'm going through. So I've had like step parents come in. I've had um, biological parents that have step parents come into the podcast and we talk about it. That That's kind of part of what the podcast is about. A little bit of um, the blended family journey along with mental health, womanhood, parenthood. And it, it really is like a healing journey that I've gone through because I never wanted to be a mom. When I met my husband, it was actually after this um, abusive relationship that I talked about. And I had swore up and down, I was never going to be with a man that had a child because that's what had happened in my previous relationship. And um, I met my husband and I tell, I tell my stepdaughter, you know, when I met your dad, I just wanted a free dinner. Like, (laughs) I just want a free dinner. I was like, you want to take me out? Sure. Why not? I was in the stage of my life where I hated men. And if they wanted to feed me for free and take me out to a movie, sure. Like, you know. I was using and abusing them, <laughs> not in the literal sense, but you know, yeah, we, we just, we hung out for the first time and we kind of like kicked it off and we didn't stop hanging out since then. And I kind of changed my, my rule of, um, of having kids and, um, you know, the journey is what it is. And I think that my previous, uh, relationship where I was sort of this stepmom figure definitely helped me with this, um, current role. But at the same time, nothing can really prepare you for motherhood. Every child is different. Every journey is different. And you just kind of got to go with the punches. So yeah, that's how the podcast came about. Awesome. And you ended up having twins. So not only were you thinking, oh, I'm going to just have one baby, but then you ended up having two. (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, unbelievable. (laughs) Well, we're going to dive into our topic today, uh, visualization and manifestation. So manifestation for the listeners that haven't ever really heard that word, it's all about believing that you already have something and letting it come to you. But Mm -hmm. there's also a step that's really helpful when manifesting, and that's visualization. So what do those two words mean to you, visualization and manifestation? So when I think about these two words, they definitely go hand in hand. They're holding hands. They're in a relationship together. Like you can't have one without the other. There's just no way. When I think about visualization, I quickly go to an equation that I teach my students and it's I times V to the power of E equals R. And that's imagination times vividness with emotion equals reality. And when we can put ourselves in that place where we can consciously utilize that equation, we can then start visualizing and manifesting what we want. So what do I mean by this? And I'll I'll tell you right now, we already do this in our dreams, um, in our day-to-day life. Okay. We've been doing this since we were kids. So So visualization is actually, it's not a foreign concept to our brain. It's just changing the construct of how you're going to consciously do it, right? So when we think about visualization, I instantly go, okay, well, daydreaming. And we we daydream all the time. You know, how many times do you, um, maybe you're in the shower and you're just thinking about the future. And sometimes it's the bills we got to pay, the problem we just had, the argument, what we should have said, right? But if you're doing that on an unconscious level, 
why not do that towards your goals on a conscious level to then manifest what you truly want out of life, right? And this is where things like vision boards and affirmations come in hand because they're just a trigger that help you in the process of visualizing and manifesting. So let me give you an example of how your brain already does this. Okay. How many times have you woken up from a dream where your partner was cheating on you and it was so vivid, it was in your imagination, so vivid, packed with negative emotions that you woke up and you brought it into your reality so much so that you may have even woken up your partner and been like, do you know what you just did to me in my dream? You know, (laughs) Um, or, you know, you could have been dreaming somebody you loved passes away you wake up with an emotional response and you bring that into your reality. So on a unconscious level, we do this already. The process of visualizing on a conscious level and manifesting it is just being aware of what you want, visualizing yourself actually being in that moment. And then when it comes true, what's going to happen? You're going to go, wow, this is so comfortable and familiar. I've, I've been here before. And what happens is when you find yourself in that comfortable place, you're again, comfortable place. You are in your comfort zone. This is something that is supposed to happen. This is not something foreign because when something foreign happens in our life, we instantly reject it subconsciously, unconsciously, we reject it. And that's when we accidentally make it go away. Whether it's your goal was to build a really good, healthy looking savings account. If you don't bring yourself to a place where you can visually see yourself having that money, if you stumble across actually achieving the goal and having that money, you're instantly going to revert back to your habits, your attitudes, your beliefs about money. And all of a sudden that money has gone. So the process of visualizing and manifesting goes a lot deeper than just sitting there and trying to visualize your goal or visualize the pot of money. It goes a lot further than that. You actually have to start reconstructing your inner self to believe and know that you are capable and able to achieve the things you want. So when you get there, it's your comfort zone. I hope that wasn't too long. No, yeah, I really appreciate how you sort of map out the steps and how it is um, more so than just simply creating a vision board and seeing it every single day. Mm -hmm. You put it, that's one part to it, but you also have to, like with manifestation, it's about bringing that thing to you. So if like like the example you gave, if you have a dream about it or something, it's you're already sort of bringing it to you Mm -hmm. in your dream state. And then, so now you can really get to work and bring it into your reality state. So it's already in your subconscious, even when you hadn't even thought about it or you haven't maybe discovered it yet. And that's what this podcast is about is like discovering amazing possibilities. So it's, an amazing possibility you didn't even realize was possible. Yeah. But now you're bringing it into in your conscious awareness. And I appreciate what you said about if you're rejecting it and it's never going to come to be, right? It's never going to manifest. Right. 
Yeah. So that's how people can self-sabotage something they really want. Because on a surface level, on a surface level, we all want to be successful. We all want to be happy. We all want a certain amount of money in our bank. We all want these things, but wanting them is not enough. We have to believe that we are worthy enough to hold these things in our possession or to have these emotions. And it, it's all about digging deeper and part of digging deeper and almost like making that transfer of energy or changing the mindset, however you want to say it, right? It's the same thing. In order for that to happen, one of the steps is visualizing. Because if you cannot see yourself in that place, it's just never going to happen. I mean, think about um, for anybody that's been in sports or has played an instrument, right? The work, the hustle, the grind of practice, 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 practice. That was all preparing you for the ultimate game or for the ultimate play. And if we're going to do that on a physical level with a sport, with our bodies, with a, with an instrument, right? Why can't we do that internally with our emotions and with what we want in life? Because it's, it's the same thing. The only difference is that instead of physically putting in practice or playing an instrument over and over again, you're sitting there. And this is where I think the awkwardness comes in for people, but you sit there in silence with your own emotions, your own feelings, your own thought process in order to practice, practice, and essentially visualize and see yourself that you belong in that achievable place. So what was that like for you when you first discovered that for in your, in your own life? Man, it was fucking hard. <laughs> I bet. I'll, I'll say that like to anybody when you're in that place where, and you'll know, you know, a hundred percent you're in that place where you're no longer yourself. That's what happened with me and why the monster podcast is what it is, because I found myself in a place where I was no longer the happy go lucky human being that I usually was, or that I usually am. Um, after becoming a mom my hormones did what they did. Um, past trauma came up. You know, I didn't want to be a mom for a reason. And putting myself in that situation and 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 giving birth to my kids and all of a sudden being responsible for two human beings, one of them being a girl, it it just it hit me like a ton of bricks. And as I found myself not being myself, I instantly knew this is not okay. Um, I'm not who I am and I want to get back to that state. So doing the work was literally building a vision board. What do I want? And every single year I create a vision board of what I want in that year. And I put myself in the vision board. I put my family in the vision board because I want to bring them into my future. I want us to be together. And I put the things that I want to achieve. Actually being in the in the network was one of my one of my goals. Um, and you know, it kind of stumbled across it as well. And when I say I stumbled across it, it just the world, the the universe, whatever you want to call it, things just lined up. And that's what is supposed to happen when you properly utilize these tools that you already have. 
you've been having, right? Yeah. So I, I, I did the work. I um, went to therapy. I saw a counselor. I did the internal stuff. I journaled. I did, I did the vision board. I visualized. I really had to reconstruct my internal beliefs to, um, to get to where I am today. And the work's not over. It's never over. You know, once you tackle something and you feel like you've plateaued, something else comes up. You know, right now I'm, I'm really in this place where as as far as like motherhood goes, I'm like, okay, like I'm content in, um, you know, not feeling negative anymore about it. But now as far as like career wise goes, I'm in this place of like, oh my gosh, like what, where do I want to go next? Kind of. Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like building that up and build, yeah. Help helping myself understand where I want to go next. That's amazing. I love that. So what are some of the action steps that people can take when they're going on this journey for themselves and they're going through this process of visualization and manifestation? Good question. So I would say the first step is realizing where your current reality is and write it down. Grab a journal, shoot, grab a blank piece of paper, right? And just write down your current state whether it's good, it's bad, it's ugly, it doesn't matter. It the your current reality is your current reality. You cannot change it until you start working towards it. But how can you start working towards it if you don't know where you're starting? So when you write down your current reality, that helps you understand this is where I'm at. Where do I want to go next? What is the vision of this area? And when you first initially do this, it might look like a big mess. Okay, that's okay grab another piece of paper and start then putting specific areas you want to build. Okay. So for example, you want to work on your finances. That's kind of gone crazy. Then what's that current situation? Where do you want it to be? How do you want it to look like, feel like, and you have to do both look like, feel like, because if you cannot connect in an emotional level with that particular area, then you're not going to change it. So You do that for whatever areas you're trying to change, evolve, whatever. And then from there, now you have a place that you want to go. So building that vision, what do you want it to look like? Building that, coloring it with your own words, your own emotions, that starts building the vision. So once you're able to color it in and and, um, actually build it into a picture, and I would actually recommend drawing it out. I don't care if you're using stick figures, right? There's a whole process behind you physically putting pen to paper, you know, like actually drawing it out or um, using powerful words to know exactly where you want to go. So in that, if you're a visual learner, go into the vision board, create one. Okay. Create the vision board, print it out. Don't, and by the way, don't just create it, print it out or have it somewhere where you're always going to look at it. Okay. So this is going to be places like, where do you do your makeup? Where do you get ready for the day? Put it there and be a little crazy. Make a few copies of it, put it in your bathroom. I've literally done it to where I put it on my ceiling before. (laughs) Literally, Cause I would wake up and I'd be like, Oh yeah. You know, like the first thing you're looking at is your ceiling. (laughs) If you're a side sleeper, put it on your wall, wherever it is that you're looking at. Right. So in the process of putting it everywhere and having it in your face constantly, there's a 
particular place in our brain called the reticular activating system. And every time you see your vision board, it's going to trigger your RAS to go off. And your reticular activating system is in charge of two things. It's in charge of what you find of value and what you find of threat. So if the value behind your goals is there, and that's because you built it from the emotions, right? If the value is there, then your reticular activating system is going to dial you in and tune you into conversations you need, need to be a part of. Uh, it's going to dial you in and tune you into advertisements you need to see to get you closer to your goals, people that need to be in your life, right? So use your RAS. You, you've been using it already. Now actually physically, consciously use it. So after you've done the, the vision board, if you're a fan of affirmations, record them into your phone. Okay. When you record them into your phone and when you're driving from one place to the next, if you're crazy about getting to that next level, play them instead of playing music, play your own voice, saying your affirmation, getting yourself there. Because what's happening is your unconscious and conscious are starting to meet. And when they meet, then you can actually really take action right? It's one thing when you hear uh, someone else saying that you're great, but when you hear yourself saying you're great, it's like, if that damn right, right? Like your energy is kind of like, you just gain the confidence. You're like, that's right. I am great. And we're going to tackle the day. Okay. So combining the, the vision and the auditory, those two things are really, really powerful to really get you into that manifestation zone. So working on, on those things, I would say would be the most powerful thing. We always hear that saying the power of the written word, right? But mm -hmm. if you get that written word as an audio, that's even more powerful because not only are you taking the visual part of it, the visual side of your brain, but you're also taking the part of your brain that's listening to the audio version and exactly those affirmation words repeated over and over and over I feel like our brain goes to a different space when it's our voice versus somebody else's voice mm -hmm. yeah because it recognizes it like that that's me that's right like I'm I'm building myself up mm -hmm. and if you're in the beginning not really feeling like you're in a safe space to visualize this and manifest your goals and your dreams and your desires maybe hearing that audio then can allow you to then create that space of, of safety and mm -hmm. to truly believe it exactly yeah you you said it right there to truly believe um because you can hear you can go to youtube right now and play some motivational stuff and you know, in, in that initial um, instant, you're like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Right. But it's not you saying it. So when you hear yourself, you gain that belief that, you know what, that's right. We can do this. And by we, you're talking about yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of EFT tapping, but when you use that and tap on er different areas of the body, that can also help with visualization and manifestation and shifting that energy from I just can't have this in my life to hmm, maybe it is possible 
maybe Mm -hmm. I am discovering a possibility in my life and that I can truly believe it to be true. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about the EFT because I have heard about it. So it's short for emotional freedom technique. And I'm not sure who discovered it or who came up with it, but I learned it as a really great tool for me in my life. And you just like, even like, you can even just do it on your fingertips, just tapping and sitting there. Because sometimes like if you're sitting here tapping on your face or your head or wherever, it can, it can seem kind of awkward and people are looking around like, what are you doing? <laughs> so if you just sit here and it really shifts, so you can do it silently or you can um, speak things as you're doing the tapping. So you start gotcha. and it's a way to also sit with the negative emotions. So it's not just simply shifting the negative to the positive, but it's um, increasing the vibration from negative to positive and in some instances that you can release different emotions so within the gotcha. body so that that's really emotions, powerful yeah we can store emotions within our body and that becomes mm-hmm. energy right and yeah. that energy can be stuck within our body you're just tapping so you're you're not just moving your hands but you're also moving the energy and i believe the points on the body like the chin the lip, the nose, not the nose, but the, you know, underneath the eye and the forehead, you know, this is the, the crown chakra. If people listening are familiar with chakras, that's like your connection to the divine yeah. universe, whatever you want to call it. Tapping on that area was really helpful too. Okay. I'm going to have to give that a try because I have heard of it before. And the way I had sort of uh, connected the dots was if anybody has ever attempted to meditate, you know, the, the first few times you probably give up within the first minute because your mind is already wandering away. So, um, the way I had kind of connected it was, Oh, like if you are, um, regrounding yourself through touch, then you are connecting back to what you want to think about instead of what your mind wanders off to. But I I like that. And also shift that state of is it flight or fight situation or like for me I call it my squiggly brain where I'm thinking about 900 things all at once and I'm like okay which one do we need to focus on first Carmen <laughs> so yeah I start tapping and it's like okay you can even just like hold that spot you know that tapping spot just for a moment and just yeah. the fact that you're holding that particular energy center is really helpful too. I like that. So on the podcast, I like to ask all my guests, what is one amazing possibility you've discovered in your life and on your journey so far? And what is one you feel that is yet to still be discovered? Okay. So I think in my journey so far, I have definitely discovered the possibility of letting it be. Just like, let it be and let that shit go. I cannot change everyone or everything in that moment. And I struggled with that, especially as I had my kids. I struggled with the fact that I couldn't instantly calm them down or I couldn't instantly 
change the fact that they had shit themselves and destroyed the bedding, you know, like those small things that as I dug more into why that was even an issue in the first place, I just came to this place of, you know what? I'm at peace. It is what it is. And all I can do is clean it up. Or all I can do is close the door, walk away from it, and I'll come back to it when I'm ready. And man, that that right there is peace because if you if you're anything like me in my first stages of motherhood, it was this in, instant I am dirty, I am disgusting, I am I, I I was just I thought I was the worst person in the world if I had, you know, my kid who just pooped themselves and like that mess. Right. And yeah, that 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 has been a journey within itself to get to that place. So, yeah. Where do I want to go? What is an amazing possibility that I have yet to conquer? Man, I think it I think they kind of intertwine actually because I'm still in some areas of my life I'm I'm still not worthy enough on the inside. I'm even struggling again like with my career. Um I'm I'm in this place of um I don't feel seen or uh, appreciated. And, you know, I keep going back to myself, like, why am I feeling this way? What do I need to do to change it? I, I almost feel like if I did more, if I hustled more, if I showed how much I can do, then they will see me, then they will appreciate me. And saying it out loud, I, I know, I know I shouldn't do that. I know I should hold my ground and I should be like, you know what? I am worthy. I do everything I already can humanly do. I go above and beyond now. I do not need to go more above and beyond, but it's just this like innate feeling of, but, but if I keep doing this, they will see me, they will see me. And for, for those of you that don't know, I went remote this last year. So I almost did it to myself. I stepped into a role of not being seen. Now I did this to help others. And I find myself in this place where I'm constantly putting others before me. And as great as it sounds and like, you know, Mother Teresa-ish, right? Um, you get to a place where in inside of yourself, you don't put up that border of this is when it's okay to put others before me. And this is where it's not. If you don't do that, um, and that's kind of where I want to be. If you don't do that, then you're always going to default others before yourself. And internally, you're going to fucking hate yourself. You're, you're going to hate where you're at. You're going to dislike the situations it's really hard to be in a joyful state when you don't like yourself. So I'm in my career. That's kind of where I'm at. And that's why I'm looking for a shift or divine intervention. <laughs> I'm like, where do I need to go next? Like, is this, is this what I, where I need to be? Is this where I need to be establishing my energy or should I be doing what I love doing, but somewhere where I'm seen? So yeah, I'm kind, I'm kind of there. It's almost like a shift of also feeling like 
we're unable to see ourselves Mm -hmm. internally and connect with how we're seeing ourselves externally versus internally, if that makes sense. It does. It does. And, And that's where it's like, I, like, I, I know, but I, I need to fix, I need to fix the inside of me for it to really, like, I know that, but I need to get to a place where, oh, I know that, you know, <laughs> you know, I know. And I see people ask me, well, how do you know that? And I'm like, I just know mm-hmm. it's, it's, I'm connecting with my inner knowingness. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that a part of that is connecting with our intuition too we all have intuition we all connect to it differently or sometimes we don't understand how to connect to it but we still have it and so for the people listening that can't see us but I'm pointing to my head versus my heart yeah you know you you actually bring up a really good point and in my journey of trying to get there I have figured this out because intuition it 100% I'm, I'm on there. I'm on board with it. But, um, and I'll tell you just like on a, on a, why I feel like I'm struggling to get to that place as a child. Um, my intuition was almost cut off. So I had a few incidents where I came to a parental figure and I said, this is wrong. This is what's going on. I don't feel right. And they said, you're wrong they dismissed it. Right. So when that has happened since a very young age, and I'm discovering this about myself, because that happened, when I go into a place of what do I feel? I don't know. I've had many arguments with my husband where he goes, well, what do you want? What do you feel? You know? And I'm like, I don't know. What do you mean? You don't know. I, I, I don't know. I literally in my, in my adult life had to get to a point where I had to download and print an emotion circle. And in those times where I went to, I don't know, I would physically had to go over to my refrigerator, look at it and go, okay, what am I feeling? And point at it and go, okay, I'm feeling angry because I feel disgusted with myself, you know, or like I'm feeling upset and I feel disrespected. I had to physically take myself there to start working on my intuition. So I think my intuition muscle needs to be built in order for me to get to that place and discover that possibility. And, uh, and I'm working towards it. it. It's really hard though. It's really hard to fight. I'm 34, you know, fight 34 years of um, programming that my caregivers, parents, you know, whatever that they gave me. And man, it's a, it's a fucking hard work and it's a struggle. It's an uphill battle. And um, I love that so much. And I think this is a good place to come to an end of our conversation. I appreciate you so much for being on my podcast. It's been a long, long time coming. So thanks. Yes. Um, I want to have a little bit of fun towards our end. I have some rapid fire questions for you. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do it. Okay. What is your favorite thing to do with your kids? Crafts. I love drawing, just sitting there watching them draw. 
what is the book you're reading right now if you are currently reading anything yes actually I am and it's freaking amazing I have I have it with me um it's called the myth of normal the myth of normal trauma illness and healing in a toxic culture by Gamora Mate and it's I cannot like I have little tabbies in here of how far I've gone fucking great that sounds amazing I'll have to link that in the show notes Yes. What is a favorite beverage that you are drinking right now? Coffee. <laughs> I'm addicted to it. <laughs> Do you have a special a special way you like to make your coffee? So I love the French press. 100% love it. And I think for me, it's like the frothing. I, I got my little frother. So I froth either cold or hot my creamer and then I pour in the coffee and that that's just bliss I love froth too I have one that you can make it a uh, hot froth or cold froth it's amazing yes yes and what's bringing you joy currently in your life man currently you know it's the podcast I have been having really great guests on there and um, a lot of my uh, achievement is coming right now for my podcast so my podcast Awesome. And do you have any last words of wisdom for the listeners today? Yeah, you know, I think that um on your on your journey to discovering your own amazing possibilities for yourself, if you're on the journey and if you are open to discovering, I would say on any journey that you take, there's always going to be setbacks and breaks. And it doesn't mean you have failed. It doesn't mean that you cannot. It just is. And appreciate the pause. Appreciate the potty breaks. (laughs) You know, appreciate those moments that your mind and your body are telling you, I've reached my limit and we have to pause. So you're not failing. It's just a break. I love that. What did I say? The cool kids say mic drop. (laughs) we will end them how can people connect with you where can they find you on the interwebs uh you can find me i'm usually on instagram that's kind of like my go-to so at the momster podcast i have been diving into a little bit of the tiktok world um still trying to figure that out still at the momster podcast and if you want to connect on a personal level shoot me an email, veronica at themomsterpodcast.com or visit the website. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Veronica, for hopping on and chatting with me on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do and um, keep doing what you're doing because it's great. What an amazing conversation Veronica and I just had about visualization and manifestation. I definitely... I'm seeing it through a new lens when it comes to visualization because I think I learned something new that visualization is something more beyond just simply creating a vision board, visualizing what you really want in life, and then having it show up. It's being connected to the emotional side of visualization and truly believing that you are deserving and worthy of what you want to manifest in life, all the things, all the amazing 
possibilities in your life. So I'm really grateful that she was willing to come on the podcast and share a little bit more about visualization and manifestation to manifest what you really want in life. I am also trying something new because if you know me well enough, I'm all about trying new things. There is a link in the show notes that you can click to leave me a voice message. So after listening to the episode, you want to click that link to leave me a message and say hi and tell me how much you're enjoying the podcast. I would love to hear from you. So go ahead and click that link to leave me a message. You can also use that link to connect with me if you're interested in coming on the podcast as a guest. And I'll leave you with this last and final thought. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? If you enjoyed today's episode or were inspired by something you heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. You can also rate or review the show. And if you want to stay connected, head on over to my website, IamCarmenShields.com or over on Instagram at AmazingPossibility. Thank you.